Welcome to Inspirational Gospel Music with me, your host, Tracy Troy. Be inspired, uplifted. Highlighting independent artists. There will be videos, interviews, and so much more. on the Win Network. Welcome to IGM Inspirational Gospel Music with your host, Tracy Troy, your girl. We're going to be watching and listening to some uplifting gospel music with some awesome, tremendous gospel artists, as well as listening to some great independent artists. It's going to be an incredible Sunday. Stay tuned after our sponsor. Long-term exposure to the drug Elmiron can cause maculopathy, an eye disorder affecting the macula and a major cause of blindness. If you took Elmiron and suffered maculopathy or other serious eye damage, you may be entitled to compensation. Elmiron is used to treat a condition known as interstitial cystitis, better known as painful bladder syndrome. In 2018, the American Academy of Ophthalmology noted that six patients recently treated experienced pigmentary maculopathy of unclear cause following chronic exposure to Elmiron for interstitial cystitis. Symptoms of maculopathy include vision loss, yellowish lesions that form underneath the macula, and age-related macular degeneration. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with maculopathy after taking Elmiron, call Elmiron Justice now. You may be entitled to compensation Please call 800-568-4904. That is 800-568-4904. It is going to be incredible, and we're getting ready to kick this thing off with one of a popular uh, worship leaders. They call him a modern-day David. He's actually a native of Charleston, South Carolina, and he lives now in Atlanta, Georgia. He and K.J. Scriven, his name is Chandler Moore. Chandler Moore, don't forget that name. He's an awesome worship leader in the CCM arena. Uh, they use him a lot, and I'm telling you, this song is going to bless your life. It's called Man of Your Word. Listen to it as it blesses you. Sipper 
repent Cause you'll never go against what you say got you warmed up with Chandler Moore and KJ Scriven. If that didn't get you pumped up, I don't know what will. But we're getting ready to slow it down just a little bit and minister to you and let you hear something that will jolt you to make you think. And this young man comes from Chicago, Illinois. He's part of that new school gospel and he's got this incredible song that I love and I'm sure after you hear it and watch it, you're going to love. It's called People. Let's listen as he ministers to us. Did you mean people? 
Jonathan McReynolds, a thinking writer. His songs are so deep, but yet intimate, but so relevant. Wasn't that a powerful song? Well, I'm telling you, we have just been rocking this show today, but there is one of, the, one of my favorites. We're saving towards the end, but I can't tell you who it is, but we'll know about it, and we'll talk more about it after the sponsor. Long-term exposure to the drug Elmiron can cause maculopathy, an eye disorder affecting the macula and a major cause of blindness. If you took Elmiron and suffered maculopathy or other serious eye damage, you may be entitled to compensation. Elmiron is used to treat a condition known as interstitial cystitis, better known as painful bladder syndrome. In 2018, the American Academy of Ophthalmology noted that six patients recently treated experienced pigmentary maculopathy of unclear cause following chronic exposure to Elmiron for interstitial cystitis. Symptoms of maculopathy include vision loss, yellowish lesions that form underneath the macula, and age-related macular degeneration. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with maculopathy after taking Elmiron, call Elmiron Justice now. You may be entitled to compensation. Please call 800-568-4904. That is 800-568-4904.
This is one of my favorite gospel songs that you're getting ready to listen to and watch on this video. Uh, it was originally um, sung by Kiara Sheard and Tasha Combs. But in this video, it's going to be a mother and a daughter. Uh, and they were showcasing um, this song on the BET Awards. What a powerful, powerful rendition of the song. Something has to break. We're going to be listening to the dynamic mother-daughter duo, Kiara Sheard and Karen Clark Sheard.
I tell you, that is a powerful song. Something's got to break. And I feel that same sentiment all over the world. Something's got to break. We're walking around wearing masks because of COVID-19, this pandemic or pandemic, uh, the uncertainty of the world, the uncertainty of the government, all these things that are happening. And people are panicking. People are fearful. And so that song was so relevant for this hour. I'm so grateful for Kiara, for God to use her to usher in that song and bring it to the world. And for her and her mom to sing it with such power and anointing, it just blesses me every time I look at it and watch it. Now, we're getting ready to go to one of the best parts of this show, highlighting an independent artist, my friend for over 20 years, Mr. Jamel Strong, who hails from Huntsville, Alabama, but lives now and is encountering ministry and doing ministry as a praise and worship leader uh, in a very prominent church in the Baltimore area, Baltimore, Maryland. I want you to hear him and listen to him, listen to his musical journey and what God has done in his life. He's an incredible vocalist, an incredible uh, minstrel, and an incredible preacher. So listen and watch uh, as we play this interview. And due to COVID-19, uh, we had to do a Zoom-like interview with him not being here. Uh, as the show continues, we'll be actually having guests here on the show, as well as his video. When he did his video, uh, the, his singers from the group Message had to be in different places. So it all worked, it all came together. The video is incredible, the interview is incredible. Listen to this man of God as he shares his musical journey with us. How you doing, Jamel? I am well, bless you, Pastor Tracy. I'm so glad to be here with you. I'm glad that you came on this show, my first show here, uh, IGM, uh, here on the Wind Network, and I couldn't have no other person than you to start it off and kick it off. Because I've known you over 20 I years. Am I am honored. <laughs> Amen. I want you to share with the audience um, just a little bit about you, about your background. Um, how did your music, musical journey, your gospel musical journey start? And just tell us a little bit about that and just, just dive in and just share those important details about your life. How it all started. Sure. I'm a native of um, Huntsville, Alabama. Um, I, I live in Baltimore, Maryland now, but I am uh, a native of Huntsville, Alabama, and my, my father um, is a pastor. I'm a PK, you know, so I was raised in the fear and admonition of the Holy Spirit. And just as, of course, being raised in the church, you know, your gifts, uh, you really, the, your gifts are kind of honed there. And so I've sang, it's said around like five or six, I sang my first solo. And I wrote my first song, a uh, really structured song, around the age of 12 years old that I like kind of talked to a choir, a body of singers around 12 years old, actually. And then just through the years, just God has allowed me to work with uh, numerous artists. I had the pleasure to uh, sing um, for Dr. Mandy Moss Clark, a letter song for her and on a, a recording year, year, years ago. Uh, that we did. I was a teenager and, you know, I was like, stick a fork in me. I'm done. You know, what I mean? <laughs> but just through the years, it's different things God has allowed me to do. And I, I've had the pleasure of writing for other um, uh, notable voices uh, in gospel music, such as uh, Mission Jason Nelson, uh, Tasha Page Lockhart, Brianna Babineau, um, Benita Jones and Bishop uh, Leonard Scott and some others. So I'm just thankful for everything that God has allowed me to do. Uh, through the years, whether it's um, through the preach word, because I am an ordained 
minister through the preach word of the Lord, through um, writing songs or the songs that he's allowed me to record and to release. All of it for me is about advancing the kingdom and uh, winning souls for Christ. I'm, I'm grateful because we've, like I said, we've known each other over 20 years. Please tell this gospel audience uh, how we met, because just like you just stated, yes. your heart has always been about um, helping people, pushing kingdom, getting people to understand what gospel music is really all about. And um, yeah. so share with them how we met, because we met on that same journey. And I want you to share uh, so they can see sure. the connection. <laughs> oh, listen. So, for so, Pastor Tracy, for years, as you know, I would do a conference that was called the Triple M Conference. So, I have an aggregation of singers called Message, and they are different Levites, uh, worship leaders, um, and now they're all over the, uh, around the country. But powerful, gifted, anointed vessels. And so, from that particular music entity, I started. Uh, what was called the Message Ministry and Music Conference, Triple M Conference. And so many people will come through there, even people that are kind of like at the forefront of ministry now. I remember Tasha Cobb came, you know, and blessed the people. Nobody knew who she was, and the Lord has given her great platforms now. Smokey Norfolk, and the list goes on. I'm not even going to call names of that nature. But from that, uh, we would have different um, classes, um, intensives to really teach and um, people about the, about the importance of excellence in your gift and also excellence in your ministry. That the gift should never overpower the message. It should just be a complement to getting the message out. Yeah. And so we would have so many different sessions like that and speakers. And of course, I would have Pastor Tracy come and preach sometime for me and she would wear us out in the oh. Holy Ghost. We had some phenomenal times. Oh, uh, wow. The late Lucretia Campbell used yeah. to teach a uh, vocal yeah. class for me. And just so many other great people would Shay come through Norman there. Also. Uh, I remember Shay Norman also. Who passed, who was passed. Shay Norman, yes. yes. My brother. Yeah, yeah the, the, the late, great, um, anointed vocalist Shay Norman. Yes. Just so many others that would come through there. So actually, Pastor Tracy... It was there and from that recording, uh, the second year of the conference, so in like 2003, we did a live uh, recording. Yes. And, and that's where the song, My Hands Are Lifted Up, was yes. birthed. Wow, wow. I'm telling you, we had some times at those conferences, and I mean, you really put it all together. And I love the way you put it together. And I remember Shay Norman saying to me, that it was just a blessing to be a part of something that was dealing with ministry as well as, you know, working with gospel artists and working with people who were interested in gospel music and how to get started with gospel music, not just from an industry side, but more so from the ministry side and also how right. to hone their gift because we know that it's good to have anointing, but you must have skill. And those two yes. work together. So I want to ask you a question that really has been... Um, in my mind, and I've been talking to other gospel artists about, um, what do you see today in the gospel music industry when it deals with uh, the ministry of gospel music versus the mm -hmm. artistry of gospel music? What, what can you say to address that? Well, you know, I think it goes hand in hand, but I think you have to understand, first of all, your mission. What is the mission? And, and understanding the mission you have to be comfortable 
and the gift that God has given you. That's what I, what I love about God is he has given us all different gifts yes. and we should never try to emulate someone else and what they're doing that's yeah. where we fall in that's yeah. when we get in trouble when we look to the left and right and we're trying to be like somebody else right. but really the vertical and say god what is it that you've called me to do and as i hear your voice i want to be skillful because david was skillful he was he, he was a chief musician he was skillful yes but he also was sensitive to the voice of the lord i believe that when um even if you're saying those who are in, in the industry or, or what, where, however God, wherever God has led you to go, be yes. excellent in everything you do. Be excellent in your presentation. Yes. Be excellent as far as um, training. You know, that's something I, I really believe in. Training. Get you a vocal coach. I have a vocal coach. I don't care. Whatever you know, whatever you think you know, you can learn more. I so like be that. intentional. Be intentional about training this is the hour and this this time that we're in now uh, just doing it is not gonna work anymore that's out the door wow prepare yourself preparation 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 and then that's preparation in the natural and preparation in the spiritual and if you are prepared and skillful with your gift yes. god will give you instructions on how to shoot that arrow wow so they don't bless somebody's life <laughs> oh wow i love that and you know what that is so true because Preparation always comes before promotion. I believe yes. that with everything in my heart. And, you know, I like asking someone of your caliber that question because you're, you have so much depth to you when it comes to your musical journey. You've had classical training. You've had, um, I mean, you've had workshop training. You've had all kinds of training. And not only that, but you're a PK. So you, you've been raised, honed in the church. You know, God's hand is on your life. They... They poured oil on you and spoken tongues all over you and all that good stuff. Right. But not only that, right. but you, you, you grab, you know, you, you, you're hungry for the training and for the increase so that God can take that gifting that he's put inside of you and just catapult it. So I love hearing that because yeah. I think that's something we all need to hear in every genre of our life, that before promotion, mm -hmm. there comes preparation. Another question I want yes. to ask, you know, who are some of your musical mentors? Because I think everybody has a mentor someone that you know it's almost like in ministry you kind of can pattern yourself by in a sense until you find your own voice so yeah who are some of your yeah. musical mentors before you found that voice your voice yeah <laughs> uh, that's a great question i think we all are a product of mixed mentoring yes um so there's something that you're able to get glean from different places as a in my formative years hands down it was Dr. Mary Moss Clark. I was in awe of her, her <laughs> command. I just was, I mean, her command of, uh, and the attention yes. of the people, the way she moved, the, the excellence in which she moved. And then even other people that I respected the way they respected her. It just yes. was like, you knew when she was in the building, it was gonna be about business. Yes. And of course, and the Clark sisters for sure, growing up that was just hands down then people like james moore uh, i oh, loved his yeah. um, vocality daryl coley yeah. i loved his vocality um and then you know i just love it's so many you know <laughs> so many that i, I love but the first without a shadow of a doubt the biggest impression on me on my life as a child was dr Mighty moss clark and the clark sister and i also say this another person 
um, that I really loved, especially like in my teens, was Bruce Parham. I mean, that oh. Bruce Parham can sing. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and still can. Still can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, can. he can sing. Yes, he can. He still can sing. So I, I, I love him too. He's yeah. a great singer. That's awesome. You know, a lot of people don't know this, and um, I would say this is like a trivia question. And there is a guy that's in Jamel Strong was in Jamel Strong's um, his uh, oh. I say his group <laughs> called Message, and they call him the Teddy Bear. I bet you didn't know that, <laughs> that his roots were gospel. Amen. And so, oh, yeah. uh, and he also, uh, he achieved a, uh, a type of a claim to fame uh, in a secular mm -hmm. television show that featured his voice. And I, I, I'm sure many of you don't know who I'm talking about. But share who that is, Jamel. Share the secret of who this teddy bear is that was in the group called <laughs> Message. Oh yeah, they call him the Velvet Teddy Bear. Yeah, the they, Velvet. I think they said Gladys, Gladys Knight gave, gave him that name during the show. Wow. Well, yeah, Ruben Studdard, if she's talking about. Right. Yeah, Ruben. Yeah, Ruben. He sang with me. Actually, he was singing with me like up until the moment he, that he actually went and auditioned and won, because yes. we went to the same um, university, that great university, Alabama and University. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and so while there. He ended up actually even um, joining my father's church. He was a member. He was a charter member, actually, wow. of, of my father's church that he started in the city wow. there. And so, yeah, but he is, he's a phenomenal singer. And he he, he calls me for, uh, he calls me periodically and just always calls me. It's like, oh, man, you know, this, that, and the other. And I, I'm, just, I'm just so thankful for anybody that God has allowed me to, in any way, allow my gift or ministry to touch their lives. Yes. I, my model is this, Pastor Tracy. When I leave a person's presence from being with them, I want them to leave better for the time that we've been afforded together. Not worse. You know, some people, they leave you with scars. I want to leave them with blessings. When we yes. <laughs> I tell you, when you truly impact his life, as he is, he has a tremendous voice. And I know I've watched you not only write for choirs and different artists, but I've seen you direct. Um, different groups and things of that nature and you are you said uh, dr maddie moss you truly have watched and have learned from some of the best and dr maddie moss clark is definitely uh in the books one of the best and you have that same type of command um and so when you see artists such as ruben stutter and other ones that are in your group uh come out and have that kind of impact on the world it speaks volumes for the ones who were kind of behind that and so Kudos to you. I got another question. What, uh, where do you see gospel music going from here? Where do you see, you know, gospel music? You know, the, you know, what's happening nowadays. There's so many, um, and I asked this question because um, years ago we used to see the different distinction in gospel music. Like you had your quartet, your traditional. You had the a Walter Hawkins sound. Everybody had a different sound. You had a James Hall sound. You had the um, John P. Key sound. You had, um, you know, you had the um, Hezekiah Walker sound, the New York sound versus the, right, the right. Southern sound uh, when it came right. to choir music. And then you had traditional, you had, then you had the California sound, the uh, contemporary with yep. Ed, Edwin Hawkins. And now kind of like, sort of like the uh, Kurt Carr singers had that, that distinction. But now, you know, I notice in gospel music, 
people are almost cloning or it's almost like the sound is kind of like uh, going one in one direction. And I hate to say that, but we don't see as much distinction now that we used to see. So what, do you, what would you say to that? And I like what you said earlier. I think you said you have to be true to yourself. Um, yes. You can adore or you can, you can admire, rather. I say admire. Um, admire yes. other musical gifts, giftings, and anointings. But what do you say to this generation now that seems like all the music is kind of cloning and becoming one type of sound? Um, do you think that's a good thing? Or do you think that it's something that needs to be changed? Um, I think it is always great for us to be distinct because that's how God made us. We all have a voice print and we need to use that voice print. And uh, where, we, where we are inspired, yes. God never wanted us to clone it. So I think from this pandemic, we're going to hear some fresh sounds. Some This is the time, the season of innovation. And I'm excited about what we're going to hear coming out of this time that we are experiencing here in our world. Yes. Well, our time is just about up. I'm sorry that we got to wrap it up with my brother. I'm so grateful to have heard such an awesome testimony of his musical journey. He is the truth. And so... We're going to finish this out by listening to his video, My Hands Are Lifted Up. I just want you to forget about everything else and just lift your hands. Will you worship him with me tonight? Come on, let's worship him. Come on, just begin to open your mouth. Just speak of his goodness. All the worshipers, join me. Join me tonight. My hands are lifted up. My heart is ready to receive a blessing from you. Blessing from you Just 
our God in this place. Lift those hands and receive his peace, his love. Mm, speak to me, Jesus, and I will not go straight. Let my steps guide and I will follow you, I'll follow you.